wish you could hear God's voice? Are you struggling to find stillness in the busyness of mom life? Is being present daily and sometimes moment by moment a battle for you? Welcome home, sister. This is Unabridged Faith. Aloha, my name is Paige Amber Bacani. I am a lover of Jesus, wife, mama, and mentor. After living by my own strength for years, I finally gave up and took a chance on Him. The simplest way to describe what the Lord has done in my life is that I was one way, and now I am completely different. I want that for you. My mission is to journey alongside you as we openly grow in our faith by being present with God's Word, practicing prayer, pursuing fellowship, and sharing powerful testimonies. If you want to learn how to invite God's peace into your heart, motherhood, and mind, I know this podcast will speak to you. Slip on your shoes, strap on your little ones, and let's go for a walk. We have a date with the Lord. All my love, your sister, Paige. Aloha and good morning, sweet sisters. So I have actually already recorded this episode once, and I could not figure out what was going wrong. I record on this app called Audacity, and the sound bars are usually pretty big because I kind of speak loud, generally, and they were so itty-bitty, and I tried everything. I was opening the doors and closing the doors and turning the volume up and turning the volume down, and it just was not working. And so after I recorded the episode, I sat down with my husband, Evan, I was explaining everything that I tried, and he just kept saying, babe, I know you'll figure it out. And then it clicked. I didn't select my microphone. So even though I have my microphone plugged in, I still have to select it. I'm just saying this. If any of you are podcasters, which I'm sure some of you are, please laugh with me because you're not the only one if it's ever happened to you. So this has already been recorded, and I put a disclaimer on it in the beginning, and I was just going to send it out anyways. But my best friend and my dad both have hearing loss. And that's really important for me, for them to be able to hear the message. I know that there's a lot of things that they feel that they miss out on because of this loss. And I always want to include them. I always want to make things easy for them, never harder. So I know that those are not the only two people in the entire world that struggle with hearing loss. And if any of you are listening and do as well, I wanted to re-record this for you. So with all of that being said, I would love to start us in prayer. And then I want to share some practical examples from my life of what it means for God to be faithful. And I also want to share practical examples for you to be able to understand what I'm talking about when I say, if we seek God, we will find him. Father God, I thank you so much for another beautiful day. I thank you so much for the power of our testimony that you allow us to live and breathe and walk with you day in and day out. And that when we keep our heart and our mind focused on you, you reveal yourself to us. You are faithful to us. When we seek you, we find you. And I ask that through these stories today, how you've worked in my life this past week, that hearts would be softened and minds would be open to your truth and your love. I ask that you would speak through me and everything that I meant to share, I would share and whatever I'm not that I wouldn't. I love you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. And I praise you in Jesus name. Amen. So I'm going to back us up to the Friday before we launched Unabridged Faith. We got a text from Evan's mom asking us to pray for our auntie. 
Naturally, we said we would be praying for her, of course, but also curious as to what was going on. She informed us that she had been rushed to the ER, that they found an aneurysm that was bleeding, and when she was in surgery, they found a second one. This was a huge deal, and Evan and I just looked at each other in disbelief of how something so terrible can happen so quickly. And I know Evan was in shock, but immediately in my heart, I knew that he belonged there. And this was a bit of a difficult decision to make in some aspects because we were having a family reunion of my mom's side that weekend. So Evan was really excited to get to know this side of the family more. Beings you guys have kind of heard our whole life, you know that Evan didn't really even meet my family, like really get to know them before we got married. We kind of got married and then dated instead of dating and then getting married. So he was really looking forward to this and he was going to go golfing with the guys and it was a whole thing. Obviously, none of this compares to being with family, but I'm just kind of letting you guys know what was going into our decision-making process, as well as Evan knew that this podcast launch was really important, not only to me, but to our family, because this is what we feel that the Lord has called us to be doing right now, and we want to work at it diligently with everything that he gives us. So all of that aside, I just knew, babe, you need to be there. You need to be there for your family. You need to be there for your auntie, and you definitely need to be there for your cousin. So our auntie has one son, and he is currently living in Hawaii, and he was already getting on a flight back. And when Evan and him were going back and forth, that was the first thing he was asking is if Evan was going to be in California. So we booked Evan a flight almost immediately, and within two hours, he was on the flight and headed to California. Now, this might sound like a whirlwind to the listener, to you guys, but for me, I had such a peace in my heart that I knew that I knew that that's where he belonged in that moment, and I knew that I knew that this is where Jacob and I belonged in that moment. A lot of this came from prayer and being in the presence of God, feeling his peace and knowing and trusting that none of this was by accident or by coincidence, that this has all been orchestrated and that he has away if we will trust him and come to him and follow him that this terrible terrible situation can turn out for the best possible scenario and instead of taking things into our own hands and trying to force this scenario to work out for the best we choose to release and trust God with it and another thing that made this choice so easy is our top five priorities which you guys will probably hear me talk about quite a lot because I feel that I talk about it at least once a day just in my typical life. Our top five priorities are number one, our relationship with God. Number two, our relationship with each other. Number three, our relationship with our child. Number four, our relationship with our health. And number five, our relationship with our ministry or whatever we feel that the Lord is calling us to. I'm really having to bite my tongue here and not go on a tangent about this because I just had a sleepover with my best friend, which is so cool that we can still do that as moms. (laughs) But we talked about this so much, and I do believe there's going to be a whole episode just on that coming up soon. But right now, I'm going to do my best to stay focused. So Evan left on Friday, and my mom's whole side of the family came over on Saturday. It was so refreshing for my soul, you guys. Family time is so special. It's so important. It's so unique. 
These are the people that have memories of you before you even have memories. My aunts and my uncles and even my older cousins and even my cousins that are the same age or younger than me, they still remember stories differently than I remember them. Like they know me, right? They don't know like, oh, we met at school in eighth grade, but you don't know me past then or whatever the scenario is. They know me. And I have been blessed with so many cousins, but there are three in particular that I have spent a lot of time with. And I can truly say that we did grow up together. We lived in the same town and around high school or college, we just stuck together like glue. And so getting to spend time with them and just sitting around a table and playing charades and being in each other's presence was so fulfilling for me. And you guys, I am old. My bedtime is truly 7 30 8 8:30. If Evan and I stay up till 9, I look at him and I'm like, babe, we stayed up way too late. It's gonna be hard to get up in the morning. So that being said, there's one cousin in particular that we just have a bond that's kind of unexplainable. We cannot talk for years and years, and I just know her heart and she knows my heart, and I love her so much. And so I was kind of waiting for everyone else to go to sleep just so I could have some time with her. And at one point, people started talking about going to sleep. And I just looked at her and she looked at me and we knew that we would stay awake with each other. So once everyone started trickling off, we found a cozy spot on the couch and just started sharing our heart. And somehow it always gets directed back to the Lord. We can be so honest with each other. We get to share where we're struggling. We get to share our fears. We get to share our growth. We get to share where we want to grow. We get to share just awesome stories of how he's moved in our lives and places that we're still hoping that he's going to move in our lives. And there were a couple conversations, not just with me and her, but also with a couple of my other cousins that just felt like they were God-ordained conversations. And I'm not saying that they wouldn't have happened if Evan had been there, but I do think that it would have looked a little different. And I know that God knew exactly what he was doing. I know that he was orchestrating these events according to his plan and his purposes. And I was simply honored to have a role to play in it. But around three o'clock, Jacob called me to bed and let me know he was struggling a little bit. And as a mom, that's always hard when your baby wakes up. And I could tell throughout the day he was a little more frustrated than typical and he was having a hard time falling asleep. But it really felt like the grace of God that he even slept until three o'clock because when we were playing charades, we were hooping and hollering and not being quiet at all. And we were on the same level as him. So I was very surprised that he slept as long as he did. And the couch where I was going to lay, someone else was already sleeping there. And we had given, Evan and I had given our room to some other family members. So the whole house was pretty much full and it was awesome. It was just a giant family sleepover. So when I was the last one going to sleep, I was trying to find a place and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go cuddle with my little boy. We're going to snuggle. It's going to be so awesome. Yeah, it didn't turn out that way. (laughs) It was still definitely wonderful to cuddle with him and love on him and sleep with him. But pretty much I was just a human pacifier all night long. I'm still breastfeeding. So yeah, it was not how I envisioned it. I didn't get much sleep, but I'm just happy that I could spend that time with him. So the next morning on Sunday, I wake up pretty tired, and for some reason, my mom's side of the family are shoppers, and I did not get that gene. (laughs) If I walk into a store, I feel immediately overwhelmed. And if you know me, you're laughing at this point because you know it's true. But regardless, 
I did my very best to just be present with my family, have a good time. It's so awesome because one of my older cousins has a little girl that's just about Jacob's age. So we pretty much just hung out with them. We would find like giant cars in the store and let them sit and rock in them. And we were just laughing and taking videos. We pretty much took over the store and just had another family reunion right there. So it was great. It didn't feel super overwhelming. It didn't feel how I usually do when I'm shopping for clothes or whatever the case might be. Now, if it's a Whole Foods or a health food store, that's completely different. I think I could live in there, but that wasn't the case. So everyone ends up going back home on Sunday and my mom and Jacob and I come back home. And Jacob and I are sitting at the table after nap, just kind of having a snack. And I pull up a church that I watch as a supplemental church that I have watched for years. This church is called Transformation Church, and the pastor is Michael Todd, well, Michael and Natalie Todd, and I don't put this out there for any type of controversy or anything like that. Bring to the Lord who you listen to and who you get the word from, but for me, this is where Holy Spirit has led me back to over and over again throughout the years. But I call it a supplemental church because I do believe in the importance of a home church. I do believe in the importance of being plugged in and being held accountable from the people around you and holding them accountable and serving them and loving them and just having a very intimate bond with the body of Christ. And to be completely honest, this is something that I have really, really been missing in my walk with Christ these past few years, as Evan and I seem to always be on the go and moving for baseball or wherever the Lord has called us. So unfortunately, we don't have a home yet and we don't have a home church yet, but God has been so sweet to us and everywhere that we do go, everywhere that we are sent, we do have a home church. So when we feel sent back to Hawaii, we have a home church there called Engage that we absolutely adore. When we're sent back to California, we have a church there called Sound House that we love. When we're sent back to Kearney, I have my home church that I grew up in called New Life Assembly. When we are here in Sterling, we have a home church called St. John's Lutheran Church. And I think that's the majority of our homes. So although we don't have a place that we have been able to stay long term yet, I do feel that it's coming. I'm not God, so I'm not saying that it is, but my heart genuinely desires it. And I just wanted to put that in here because, yes, a home church is so important. My heart is for the home church. And while we're in Sterling, we go to Sterling. You know, like we support the church, the community of the church where we are. And that's such a blessing for us, especially because each congregation is so different so full of different generations, so full of wisdom, and we get to be a part of each and every one of them. And each of them welcomes us with joy and open arms every single time. But my point here is to get back to practically showing God's faithfulness to you guys. So we began watching the message and it just so happened to be called Launch in Victory. You guys, I know that Holy Spirit is massive and all-knowing and all-understanding and that we could all have listened to that message and it would have spoken to us in a different way but it felt like God just came down and wrapped me in his arms and said daughter I see you I know this isn't what you had planned but this is exactly what I have for you trust me You have done all the work that I've called you to do, and now I'm inviting you to rest, and I promise you, I will launch you into victory. 
Jacob has no idea what's going on. He's just eating his food, like happy to be having some screen time and hanging out with his mama. And I'm over there grabbing my heart just in complete awe. I've just been so focused on Jacob, focused on the family, focused on reaching out to Evan and seeing how our auntie is doing just all over the place. And also, yes, thinking about, okay, the podcast is supposed to launch tomorrow. My husband isn't here. Like, in my mind, these next three days were going to be the busiest days yet. And I don't remember if I talked about this or not yet, but Evan and I have been really seeking the Lord and what a Sabbath looks like. And although we are far from perfect, we do stop all work on the Sabbath. So nothing is done for the podcast on Sundays. Well, Sundays are typically our Sabbath, but we really are flexible with it as well. And we just ask the Lord, okay, this week, this is kind of what's going on. This is the day that we're choosing to honor you with. Whether that's right or wrong, that's where we're at in our walk right now. So Sunday night, I go to bed, get Jacob to bed. He's still really fussy. I think he has a slight fear that if he goes to sleep, he's going to wake up and I'm not going to be there, which breaks my heart. But Evan had left during Jacob's nap or right before Jacob's nap. So when he woke up, daddy wasn't there. So that was really weighing on me as well. But I knew better than to try to have a sleepover with him again, because as we discussed, that did not go well. He woke up more times than he typically does during the night. So Monday morning, I woke up pretty tired again, and I happened to wake up at the same exact time as Jacob. This might seem normal for you, but for me, it's not. I am such a morning person. Mornings are my favorite time. There was a point in my life when I was waking up at like 3.30, 4, 4.30, and it was amazing. It felt like I had a whole day to myself before anyone in the world woke up. So I love having that time. I love having that time with the Lord. I love starting my day in His Word, in His presence, allowing Him to mold me into all the woman, wife, and mama that I meant to be in those sacred hours of the morning so that I can overflow onto others the rest of the day instead of trying to get a little bit filled up here and a little bit filled up there. So when I woke up at the same time as Jacob, I was a little sad at myself, to be honest, that I didn't wake up earlier, that I didn't prepare better. It popped into my head right away. Today's launch day. Evan's not here. And I just sat down. I knew I didn't have a lot of time because I could hear Jacob wrestling around, but I did know I needed God's word for this day. I needed God's direction for this day. I always need God's word. I always need God's direction. But I was absolutely desperate at this point, you guys. So I cracked open my journal that my sweet best friend gave me at her wedding. And it's one of those journals that at the bottom of each page, there's a verse. And they're always beautiful, but I wouldn't say I always pay a ton of attention to them. I just start speaking to God usually right away through journaling. But I'm going to read you guys this because this is where everything starts getting good. We're bringing out the Bible. So at the bottom of the page, it says, Be still and know that I am God. Psalms 46, 10. And that alone, I just, again, felt God tending to my heart. I circled still, I underlined no, and I double underlined I am God. Let me remind you of the busyness of the past couple days. Evan and I have a reading plan that I adore right now. We did a reading plan for three years where we went through the whole Bible chronologically 
And this year we chose to really slow down and do a reading plan that goes through one chapter of the New Testament a day and then one chapter of either a Proverbs or a Psalm. So yes, the busyness of the past couple days, I haven't sat down and gone through my reading plan. That's why I was, again, so desperate this morning. Lord, I know I need your word. I know I need to bathe my mind in your truth before I just throw myself into this day. But just remember, I've missed two days. So my reading plan for the day was Romans 13 and Psalms 46. I don't know if you guys caught it yet, but I'll read a little bit of Romans 13 to you guys because this is where my seeking and finding of the Lord began. Romans 13, 11 through 14. And do this. Understanding the present time, the hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber, because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. This spoke to me because it's Monday morning. It's the launch of my podcast. I'm thinking, how can I make this work? How can I make this do good? How can I make this succeed? And in a way, that's how I can gratify my own flesh. That and also, I spoke about my cousins this weekend. We were a little wild. You guys have heard my testimony at this point. You pretty much know my life. And it was just a reminder, that's not the life that I live anymore. So I'll read you guys a little bit out of my journal and then I'll move on to the Psalms. I just wrote, Good morning, Daddy. I need your strength today and every day. Please write my heart before you and fill it with joy. Lord, move in ways you and only you can do as you launch me slash us into victory. Lord, I look to you. Peace over my family. Peace over Jacob and I today. Love and joy over Evan and our family and healing over our auntie. And it goes on from there. But I want to give you guys a practical view of how intimate and personable and conversational my journal is with God. So I left it here knowing I do not live in those ways anymore. I have been clothed in light. I'm so grateful. I've been set apart as holy unto the Lord because of his good works, not mine. And from there, I moved into Psalms 46, which says, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob 
is our fortress. Did you guys happen to pick up that Psalms 46 was the exact verse that was at the bottom of my journal? It took me a moment, but I heard it, and I thought, I've already read this this morning. I looked at my journal, and you guys, my face hurt from smiling. I think I did a happy praise dance and got down on my knees and just said, thank you, God. Thank you for seeing me. Thank you for hearing me. Thank you for answering me. Not that he doesn't always answer me, but he always does it in different ways. And this morning, it just felt like he came down and he held my face and he had said, sweetheart, it is going to be okay. So at this point, Jacob is getting ready for his mom to come and get him. I get on Facebook for a quick moment. I put on the link to my podcast and I thank everyone for their support so far. But before I was able to post, the first thing that popped up on my feed was my best friend Allison had put a quote on there and it said something along the lines of, the thing that you worry about the most is what you trust God with the least. And I just stood still. My heart ached and then felt such a sense of freedom to release and surrender it all to the Lord. I spoke to him and said, Lord, please do not let the podcast called Unabridged Faith that you have blessed me with to be the one thing I worry about the most and trust you with the least. No, that will not happen. This is all yours, Lord. I am yours, Lord. My family is yours, Lord. And this is an invitation from you to rest and I receive it. I have full faith that I worked alongside you as you called me to work. And now in this time, even though my flesh, back to the Romans 13, feels, no, I need to work. I need to market this. I need to follow the plan. I need to do all the things. You're saying, no, sweetheart, trust me. Listen to me. I will launch you into victory. You will not fall because I am with you. Be still and know that I am your God. I am for you not against you. And this invitation is much bigger than you can even imagine at this point in time. So go get your sweet little boy, spend time with him, be present with him, and enjoy the fruit of your labor as I work on our behalf. To be honest, I was still a little stunned at the whirlwind of the morning and the closeness and the intimacy that I was feeling with the Lord, like he was just speaking right to me. I did not hear his voice audibly, just for all of you that are thinking right now. I've never heard God's voice, but I I knew in my spirit he was speaking to me. I knew in my spirit he was moving me. I knew in my spirit he was inviting me. And who am I to turn down an invitation of anything from the Lord, but especially to rest? I went into my child with so much overflow of joy and peace and readiness to just be present with him. And those next few days until Evan returned, Jacob and I hung out every moment of every day. I was pretty much on his level. I was looking in his eyes. We were playing with blocks. We were going on walks. We were riding the four-wheeler. We were hanging out with the cows. We were just connected and we made memories and bonds that will last our entire life. But This time of rest was so important to me because it reminded me, I'm not moving this. I'm not creating this. I'm not doing this. I'm walking alongside the Lord as he leads me. But ultimately, this is his. It's his to share with whoever he wants to share it with. It's his to grow however he wants to grow it. It's his to speak whatever he wants to speak. 
And you guys, in the moments where Jacob was napping, praise God for naps, I would check and just see how it was going. I would put out maybe one thing on Facebook, just my link, again, thanking everybody. And every single time I checked, the numbers were growing. Women were listening from countries I've never even heard of. Every time, every time I checked my computer, I would do a happy dance. I would get on my knees and just thank God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Yes, thank you that the numbers are growing. Yes, thank you that women's lives are being impacted. But God, I hope this isn't selfish, but thank you for teaching me. Thank you for growing me. Thank you for showing me that it's not all on me because my whole life I've told myself it is. I've told myself I have to plan. I have to protect. I have to provide. And right now you're showing me that's not true. You're showing me that all you ask of me is to walk with you hand in hand and listen for you. Listen for your leading to work. Listen for your leading to rest. And I am here. I am willing. I'm fresh. I'm new. I'm for you. And I trust that you're for me. And I'm so excited about this journey. And that's where I'm at right now, you guys. And it is so refreshing. It is so freeing. And alongside all of the things that the Lord showed me that Monday, he also spoke to me through music. Again, you guys have listened to my testimony, so you know the importance of music to me as an individual. You know how hard it was to divide myself away from the music that I used to listen to that was angry and seductive and just dark. I didn't realize it at the time, but it was. And as the Lord called me to lay that down, it might sound dramatic, but I did feel that I was losing a part of myself. I was. I was dying to a piece of myself that was so much of my identity. So much of my identity was held in the music that I found and collected and listened to and repeated with my own mouth and let sink into my own heart. And so as I released that whole genre of music and allowed God to bring his in, he is so sweet to me in every season. It's almost like he gives me an anthem song. And on this Monday morning, he gave me a new anthem song. It's called Let It Go by Avery Doreen. As I knew the Lord was leading me to share the story with you of his faithfulness and seeking him and finding him in very practical, real life story ways, I reached out to her and I just let her know kind of how Holy Spirit was working in my life, working in my heart how much her song had meant to me in the season of being a single mom and choosing to release control and trust and surrender to God, knowing that he has a plan that's much grander than mine. And as I expressed how encouraging the lyrics were and how much they touched me, I asked if I could share them with my listeners because I also felt that it would speak directly to them in their lives wherever they are right now. And within an hour, she got back to me saying that it would be an honor for me to play her song on my podcast for all of you guys. So that's how I'm going to end today's episode. And I just ask Holy Spirit that you would come and be in the presence of each one of these women that are hearing my voice right now, that you would open their hearts, open their minds, and that they would receive these lyrics deep into their spirit and their soul. I love you guys. Have a great week.
see the light, yeah, he's my guy. When the distractions come my way, he steers my eyes. Your word, it gives me hope. With more to me than gold, it's like a lamp to guide my feet and light my path. I won't feel the way ahead, cause I know what you said. And nothing you say can come back void. Woke up with the weight of the world on my shoulders, God told me to let it go. Woke up with the weight of the world on my shoulders, God told me to let it go. spoke to you through today's episode, or maybe even throughout the week, because I trust that he did. I want to ask you to pause and help me with a quick favor. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, please take a moment and share how through leaving a heartfelt review on Apple Podcast. This helps other women like us find unabridged faith. Your kind words fill my heart with so much joy And I have hope that your review also encourages others. If you are ready to go all in with your faith, please email me at unabridgedfaith at gmail.com so we can stay in touch. And come join our community of faith-filled women at facebook.com slash unabridgedfaith. I trust that the Lord will continue to use this podcast to draw us nearer to His heart. And I pray for a week full of intention and connection as we grow in unabridged faith. In Jesus' name, amen.